Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 250 of this daily study podcast. Thank you for joining back with us as we conclude this week's study of the Come Follow Me, Come Follow Me materials uh, found on August the 31st to September 6th. Helaman 13 to 16, Glad Tidings of Great Joy. And we're going to conclude this week by looking at the final section in the personal scripture study um, part, where it's covering Helaman 16, following the prophet's counsel brings me closer to the Lord. Uh, So uh, we have here, um, Samuel has finished speaking, or the words of Samuel have been finished recording, or have finished in their record. And uh, we're looking now at the impact Um. There were some people that listened, um, and in verse 5 we read of what happened to them, um, telling them of things which will shortly come, that they might know and remember at the time of their coming, that they had been made known unto them beforehand, to the intent that they might believe. Therefore, as many as believed on the words of Samuel, went forth unto him to be baptised, for they came repenting and confessing their sins. Now I will say that if you add the verse before that, it's speaking, it's saying that Nephi had been teaching the people and now the people uh, were going to Nephi to be baptised. Again, we have this idea that Samuel was sent by the Lord to teach the people as an additional witness to Nephi. And now the people have had this additional witness. Many have believed and are coming to Nephi to be baptised. Um, President uh, Alder Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, Prophecies are given in parts that we might know and remember that these things have been made known beforehand to the intent that we might believe. Today's inattentive people will be like an earlier desensitized people who began to forget those signs and wonders which they had heard and began to be less and less astonished. If faithful, brothers and sisters, we lose nothing, even if happily, like the ancient Ninevites, today's mortals were to repent. Close quote. We need to be listening to the prophet's words. We need to be following the prophet's words. And then when things do happen uh, in the world, uh, we will be prepared like these people were, um, unlike the people that listened and did not believe and then forgot about the signs which they had been promised. Um, But we do know that the more part of the people did not listen and a few years pass and there are start to be some signs uh, and wonders. In verse 13, it says, Uh, But it came to pass in the 90th year of the reign of the judges, there were great signs given unto the people and wonders, and the words of the prophets began to be fulfilled. So the the sign of Christ's birth hasn't happened yet, but other things which have been promised, which we don't necessarily know about from this record, uh, but signs that were given uh, are beginning to be fulfilled. And it's interesting this because... We are in that stage of life, I suppose, when uh, for the second coming, you know, we are starting to see signs that are being fulfilled um, over time. And so we we also need to be prepared like the righteous Nephites were who had listened to the words of Samuel the Lamanites. Ezra Taft Benson said this, quote, In the Book of Mormon, we find a pattern for preparing for the second coming. A major portion of the book centers on the few decades just prior to Christ's coming to America. By careful study of what time period we can determine why some were destroyed in the terrible judgments that preceded his coming and what brought others to stand in the temple in the land of bountiful and thrust their hands into the wounds of his hands and feet can anyone doubt that this book was meant for us and that in we find great power great comfort and great protection um we know that you know we can see here that uh, there were people, uh, for, for, for those that are familiar with the narrative, 
that who were prepared and who looked for the signs and followed the prophet's counsel, they were brought closer to the Lord naturally, and also they were more prepared for when the coming of Christ came, whether that was his birth, whether that was his death and he came to the Americas, and it will be the same when we are, as we are preparing for his second coming now. Uh, we need to be watchful for those signs and be prepared in in the in our in our preparation, spiritual and physical. Um, in verse verses fifteen and twenty two, we see how some of the people, even though there was these signs happening, how they explained this away, and you'll find some very similar uh, words which are used today. In verse fifteen and twenty two, it says this. Nevertheless, the people began to harden their hearts, all save it were the most believing part of them, both of the Nephites and also of the Lamanites, and began to depend on their own strength and upon their own wisdom. And then in verse 22, um, I mean, there's a number of things that are said here, but uh, in verse 22 it says, And many more things did the people imagine up in their hearts, which were foolish and vain, and they were much disturbed, for Satan did stir them up to do iniquity continually. Yea, he did go about spreading rumours and contentions upon all the face of the land, that he might harden the hearts of the people against that which was good and against that which should come. So in the actual words that the people gave, there are words such as uh, some some things they may have guessed right. Um, it is not reasonable that such a being as Christ should come. Why will he not show himself in this land as well as in the land of Jerusalem? Uh, yeah. Basically, there's just so many things which we will hear, would hear today, and we do hear today about Christ and his second coming, uh, particularly about reasonable things and uh, logic and uh, things like that. And uh, yeah, you know, I think that that is something to be aware of, that we are in a time which sounds very similar to this time uh, amongst the Nephites and the Lamanites, and the greater part of the people uh, didn't believe amongst the, amongst the Nephites and the Lamanites. Uh, and so it's it's starting to get to a state where uh, we, we are in a very similar position. And so I've got a few a couple of quotes, one from President Dallin H. Oaks and one from President Russell M. Nelson about this. Uh, President Dallin H. Oaks says, Despite their essential and beneficial uses, the methods of study and reason are insufficient as ways of approaching God and understanding the doctrines of his gospel. We cannot come to know the things of God while rejecting or failing to use the indispensable method God has prescribed to learn these things. The things of God must be learned in his own way, through faith in God and revelation from the Holy Ghost. Only in this way can we obtain the spiritual illumination, nutrition and power necessary to teach and transmit faith and testimony. Gospel learning is usually initiated by study and reason, but so far as I, as I can observe, intellectual methods standing alone are not effective in transmitting abiding faith and deep spirituality from one person to another or from one generation to another, close quote. Um, I like how President, El uh, President El Oaks said about how intellectual study and things like that are not sufficient alone which indicates that they are, you know, they, they have a place, they do have a, a portion of our, of our study or should take a portion of our study, but that the major part of our study should be those spiritual methods, which he was, which he was referring to. President Russell M. Nelson said, quote, Scriptures repeatedly warn that the father of contention opposes the plan of our Heavenly Father. Satan's method relies on the infectious canker of contention. Satan's motive? To gain personal acclaim even over God himself. 
The work of the adversary may be likened to loading guns in opposition to the work of God. Salvos containing germs of contention are aimed and fired at strategic targets, essential to that holy work. These vital targets include, in addition to the individual, the family, leaders of the church, and divine doctrine. Close quote. In our day, we have many who argue against the science of the times and say that there are scientific reasons and that it's not reasonable to suggest that God is behind it and that there is a great uh, time coming when Christ will reveal himself to the earth once again. Um, but of course, without the spiritual aspect of our study, we will not be able to know those things. Uh, and so let us be like those, those, that portion of the Nephites and Lamanites who were more believing and listen to the prophet's counsel so that they can prepare themselves uh, for the second coming of Christ. Thank you very much for listening to this uh, study podcast again. And thank you for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do uh, join, uh, join us on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come and Follow Me. If you have anything to share from what you've been studying, even if it has nothing to do with what we've been studying in Come and Follow Me so far, it'd be wonderful. Don't forget also to share your thoughts uh, and listener comments. And I'll be sharing those uh, tomorrow. Uh, and also, you can email session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining a future podcast episode. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.